From the bright lights of Las Vegas, a sophomore album that was on constant repeat in college dorm rooms, voted number one most underrated album of the decade by Rolling Stone. We're talking about Sam's Town by The Killers. Hey everyone, welcome to the Essential Albums Podcast, where we discuss whether or not an album is worth your time. Of course, we get into a lot more than just that, so join myself, Ryan, Gordon, and Anise, reliving some of these old classics and diving into our new favorite albums. Anyway, let's get into it. So, why are we reviewing this album? I don't know, why did we choose this over Hot Fuss? <laughs> Hot Fuss is the one that everybody cares about. Gordon, why, why did you want to review this album? Um, it was interesting for me. Uh, it was, I guess, third year of college. So it was just an interesting point in my life. So I remember that album well. I was uh, just whenever walking around the house cleaning and stuff like that, the music was always on. So I listened to this album quite a bit on repeat. Um, my first memory of the album, I would have to say, was Black Friday uh, of uh, 06, because that was my first Black Friday. I bought it for like, I think it was like $3 American or something. It was like dirt cheap. And I uh, listened to it on the way back with my uh, buddy Ryan. <laughs> it's, it's funny. A different Ryan. It's funny that you, you mentioned like, college because I was... When I think of this album, I think of the same thing. I think of just being in college. Yeah. It came out, I think, a month after I turned 21. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's just... You're in that zone. They had an album before, so you're familiar with them, which... We'll touch on Hot Fuzz. That's yeah. a whole. That's a hot something else. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for me, it's coming up. <laughs> hot takes. We got to do a whole. But, but, but uh, Ryan, what, what was your? Why? Why did you want to? Review? Well, kind of the same as you. Uh, yeah. Just like college, this is what this was like on repeat a lot, and it was one of those albums that you. It's not about. It's really not about skipping songs. This one. This yeah. one is like a, a full listen through, and it feels like a musical. So uh, I, I wanted to review it because of that aspect, I guess. It's a new dimension, I guess. And it's funny you, you mentioned musical, because when I always thought of this album, I always thought of it as very dramatic as well. And it's yeah. Like, it's like yeah, it's very theatrical. It's like story and but story. Um... <clears throat> you can't predict it like uh, any of the songs really like a regular pop song. Like, oh, and here comes the bridge. Hot Fuss? Definitely. Def- yeah. Those are pop songs. Yeah. Yeah, was your first experience the whole out like Gordon? Was that your first experience with buying it? But you obviously knew the songs. Have you heard the album before? Uh, Both of you. The first, I don't remember like my my first experience with it. Like, did you hear? I'm I'm assuming it was when you were young when that was released. What I remember is listening to it on the streetcars and just being like, "Oh, takes so long (laughs) to get around this city." (laughs) I I just remember when this album was coming out; it was a big deal because that first album was so huge. Yeah, all those singles. It seemed like yeah, it seemed like the music was endless from that album album and then it was a little bit of a break and then when when you were when you were young dropped i think quite a week before the album dropped it was sort of like whoa it's like when did they become bruce springsteen (laughs) really no i thought i thought that song is probably well that is the most song songy song on the album probably (laughs) most like killer song the the most like could that almost could have been on hot fuss i mean you think that almost almost i don't think that at all you don't think so no not at all interesting i was actually i got into this conversation with my brother earlier today because i was listening to i was listening to this album again and then i threw on hot fuss after so i was just like okay i haven't listened to this in even longer and when it's just listening to it i'm like yeah, these singles are great, but the rest of this album is... It's... And it's and the way the album is balanced. The first al- half of the album is singles, second half is the rest of the album. And, and not to say that a single is better than the rest of the album, but nothing in the second half really catches my attention Are you talking about Hot Fuss right now? Hot Fuss, yeah, yeah. I okay. think I know what your Hold problem on. is. I, I, I've thought about this a lot, too. It's dated? No, it's... <laughs> It's Samstown ruined Hot Fuss for you. The you most know, Samstown-like song on Hot Fuss is uh, that, what's that, When I Got Sold? Yeah, yeah. That's the most that Samstown song. That's true. Which is and now that's my favorite song from that that's album. That's my favorite song from that album, too. I see. That's yeah. So, like, don't get me wrong. Like, somebody told me, Mr. Brightside, yeah. great songs, yeah. you can belt them out, but they're just not as good as anything on Samstown. I, okay, I, okay, okay, I, okay. I know we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're but, talking about Hot Fuss, and I, I really want to defend Hot Fuss right now, but I feel like that is the wrong podcast. We're about to talk about Hot Fuss. Okay, we'll focus on We're doing album. the same thing that the media did. They just ignored this album. The me- they did ignore this album, but we'll get to that later. But uh, So, talking about this album, we're talking about when you were young and songs. What was your favorite song on this album, Gordon? Um, on Sam's Town, not Hot Fuzz. <laughs> uh, 
what, what do I got here? I have um, the. I'm just drawing blank. Read my mind. I don't know how I'm drawing blank. That's clearly my my That's favorite. Your favorite? Song. Okay. Yeah, read my okay. mind. It's, it builds nicely. I guess it's like the peak of like that like arena rock kind of sound. Yeah. It's got everything. It's kind of it's so it's quiet hook. and it builds. Like I just I just love the way that song goes. Yeah, that's a good one. And it feels it feels kind of like this album. It's got the right mix of like I mean we could talk about their music like their style and stuff like that. But I find with this album they lean more into their rock sensibilities as opposed to the new wave. Oh, and yeah. And in all other albums, they don't yes. really do that. They kind of lean back more out into the new wave, like that, that 80s yeah. sound, right? Yeah. Well, this I, is I the only that. album that sounds like this, too. So this that's album, why it's like... This album has a lot of 80s on not. it, too, but it also has a 70s influence, I think. And I was like, so has the Bowie definitely, and the yeah. Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. influence mixed with, like, the New Order. and But definitely a different era. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying about the arena rock, like, that also uh, goes goes along with the whole theatrical feel of the album mm-hmm. like it's a very it's a, it's like a big deal everything's a big deal well, I was I was uh, reading on the Wikipedia that the photographer Anton Corbin you know he's a music yeah, video yeah, director yeah. movies and videos. yeah he directed Heart Shape Box right he took the picture of the cover of the song yeah he took all the artwork but he was saying when he was taking the picture that they were going for like a gypsy sort of like cult look and faded glory when I thought of Faded Glory, when I heard that, I'm like, I think I remember hearing that back at the time, too. When I, when I read that again, I'm like, yeah, that perfectly encapsulates this album. Mm-hmm. Of that Faded gold, Glory, where they have sort of, the lyrics fill you with hope, sort of, and they're sort of these rock anthems, arena rock anthems, mm-hmm. you, can, you could say. But it still has that, the synthesizers and everything mixed in a little bit. And yeah. the Fazy, and just the production from Flood and Alan Mulder, who's most known for their work in the 80s and 90s with... My Bloody Valentine, Smashing Pumpkins, yeah, Orange right. Nails, The Perfect Circle, Rides, sort of all that shoegaze, and you hear that in there too, which is obviously some sort of influence. Because you, you heard it a bit on the first album, but it really came out on this album. Yeah. I did Especially listen to, songs like Read My Mind. Yeah, yeah. I did listen to other, um, the two other, two other uh, Killers albums after, the, like the ones that came out after. And they never, like, not, I would never call this album a heavy album, but it just seems to lack the balls that like all the other albums seem to lack the balls that this one had well like, you don't hear totally. guitars anymore in music maybe that's yeah. what it is it's totally just missing an instrument or, what but. was your favorite track on the on the hot sorry you're gonna hate me for this answer uh when you were young that that's that was my answer as well. Okay, it's such a good song <laughs> it is I, I, it's funny because I was like I don't every time give, it comes on I was just trying to say I was I wrote that down I'm like okay I'm gonna listen to this I'm gonna write some other songs and I wrote I, I wrote, also wrote down for reasons unknown I love that track yeah, as well. Yeah. I listen to that song a lot. But it has to be when you were young. When, the second you hear that... I you have to turn the volume up. Yeah. No, I think... They're so good at that, though. Cre- creating, those, creating those first sounds or maybe those riffs that you just know it's a killer song. Like Mr. Brightside, like this. Like, you know instantly where it is. Like, it's distinct. Well, if that wouldn't matter if the rest of the song wasn't good. Uh, so that, True, the rest yeah, of the song is so good. It means I've heard it a lot. So you just keep <laughs> yeah. hearing that intro over and over. Would, but you, it is would, you, were, would you just think it was overplayed? That's no. why we all think that? No, that really one overplayed? isn't overplayed. I, I, it's I good gave, enough. I gave it overplayed. It's, you give it overplayed. I, 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 was I, have saying, I had to pick one. I was saying read my mind. Because I think I... I just that you could read my mind. I just remember hearing that over and over in my Maybe head. Maybe it's just in that in the song. Does that part happen too much? I can't. I haven't really thought about the structure of it. No, but I, I just it was just like a bigger single, and just even hearing it again, it sounded the most familiar. It sounded the most detached from the album because I heard it so much as a single. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't really hear anything. I didn't hear it as a single at all. I hear. Oh, at that point, I was still listening to the radio yeah. regularly. I didn't have a car at that point. when the, I was well, on the streetcar. So, yeah. YouTube, yeah, YouTube was big, too. So you, you oh, catch the video yeah. on YouTube. What? So, I know this is like starting to transition to the YouTube time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Much music and into YouTube. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that was the time. Our college years are, are those years. How about... um. What song? Is there any songs? We we're talking about singles. We all mentioned single for favorite, but what would you yeah. say is, is what's an underrated song? What song that isn't talked about? Well, like, or never uh, mentioned because this song had a lot of singles, a lot of bigger non-album tracks. But what song would you say is underrated? You never hear talked about. I, I mean, I honestly don't hear the album talked about that much. Because so the album as a whole is just underrated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would agree because um, it's the killers at this point to most people is Mr. Brightside. That's true. Which isn't yeah. even on this album. <laughs> I think maybe the people who would have really appreciated this album, maybe they weren't on the Killers, um, you know, they were on that that train. And so when it came out, 
But I, yeah, it, it got radio play. It got play yeah. from like my, at least from my group of friends and extended friend groups. It's not an album for singles because the album well, it is. Had a ton of singles. It had singles, sure. But I mean, the thing really flows. You're really on a journey when you're listening to it, and to just take yourself out of that, the songs don't make as much sense, except for when, uh, when you were young. The songs don't make as much sense outside of the album. I feel. I mean. That's what, what I was read my mind, you guys. Have One thing that I think is interesting with this album, though, is is those other bands like you think of the Bravery and other bands that came out when their first album came out, like around that time. These guys with this album was kind of enough of a zig, a zig mm. or a zag, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and it kind of like I don't know what the next big single from the Bravery was, but I do that, know but that, this album. That's my problem. Going, I don't want to keep talking about Hot Fuss, but my problem with that album is that it sounds a lot more dated. Huh. Not even just like. Because now synthesizers sort of used all the time in rock, rock music or whatever rock music has become nowadays or in pop music. At the time, it was sort of a new concept. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was kind of used differently in a bunch of stuff. And Killers was very accessible to play on the radio. So it sort of became the norm. It was that sound. So you did get bands like The Bravery who just vanished. Every yeah. other band that sort of popped up at that time vanished, whereas Killers stuck around. That album mm. had the great singles. was better than all the other bands. Mm-hmm. So those singles are still around. But that... But I just think this album kind of pushes forward past that that very dated synthy rock sound. It I, it is very true that I remember when uh, what was the first? Oh, uh, somebody told somebody told me. Somebody told me it sounds so like when um, that first time came on. Yeah, when that when that, when that came on the radio like the first time. Like, okay, this, these guys are like pretty eighties. I remember that being no, like summer Mr. 04. But like, no, but I'm saying, distinct. yeah, now that's like a time capsule for that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it came back and then it went away. Yeah. Let's so just keep the the movie specifically about 04, like a um, wedding singer in 04, that song has to be in the Mr. trailer. <laughs> yeah. It's guaranteed. Somebody told me. Well, I, I was anyway, say, we're talking about the wrong damn thing. I know, but I was going to say for most underrated, I, it, we were talking about this before the show, yeah, Uncle Johnny. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's my second favorite song. And, and I was going to say about Uncle Johnny, that's a song that I know we I've touched on this on the previous podcast we recorded. I don't know if they're going to be out or if they're not going to be out. But We shall see. I talked about on those how songs sound out of place and songs don't work or oh the song is good but it's just too late on the album like i'm over it like i'm over that right you know, I've, I've, I've made comments like that whereas uncle johnny i would never play this for someone be like have you ever heard the killers listen to this i would never yeah. play them uncle johnny no but in the context of the album perfect yeah it comes at the perfect time that guitar riff sounds amazing yeah it's it, just I, it is works. a great moment, but it also the song itself is really well written. It's like a double psych out. They kind of like build you up a little bit to the to the the B section, and then they hold back, and then they build you up a little bit more, and they give you the B section. I remember and it, when they and then they then they give you no, then they hold back, and then they give you the B section and the C section. Just, but when that when that chorus of voices comes in with oh, the deep that's voices, a, that's the best part. I know, but still to this day, I just think. Do I like this part? <laughs> really? That's my favorite freaking part. I don't know. There's something about I, I like the idea of it, but just the sound of it. I'm like, do I like this really? Part of the oh song? man, oh, it's, uh, that's but weird. But I do because I always return to that song, and I, I literally wanted, I wanted to bring up this song because I do you? like it so much. But that's the part I look forward to. Like, it's I coming, just, it's coming. I just that's love, the part they keep building up to. I love just the guitar the, when the, the guitar kicks in and then the bass line comes in and that drum. That's riff, interesting. It, that's not why I like the song. It's just such like a weird that song that shouldn't work. Like it, when I was in bands, if I I would never we were in a band, but I would never go to you in, a, in our band and be like yo I wrote this riff and play you that. Really? It that's might have coming cool. out come out in a jam or something, but really see that's that's interesting because the verse part like the part you're talking about is not the most interesting part to me. That, I mean, the vocal melody is kind of, nah, it's kind of boring. It's like the, probably the first thing came Guitar to his mind. Guitar kind of reminds me of uh, Rocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Same, but pro- same producer. the movement comes in the, <laughs> in the section changes. That's where it really gets interesting. The B section and the C section. With the with your um, your backing vocals that you don't I'm, like I'm, so I'm not saying now. I don't like it. I'm just saying it's it's, it's, I like it, but I don't know, just the sound of it. When, I, when it first kicks in, I'm like, oh, yeah, it sounds like this. <laughs> I don't know. Really, that's like I'm like. There's a course of people. Whoa. Do you have any thoughts on Uncle Johnny Gordon? Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's a great tune. I agree with what Ryan's saying. Uh, with the 
um, it, it builds eventually yeah. uh, and it gets to the end. Another song that I think is, is similar to that that I had for my song uh, was The List where it's kind of oh, yeah. like starts out quiet mm-hmm. and it's like that weird little tone at the mm-hmm. beginning and then it kind of just builds it. to the end and then you got that just the rocking out at the end. Yeah. Is there any songs that you guys don't like on this? I'm not a big fan of Bones. Really? really? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's got the Tim Burton video and all that song and it's... I just... I don't... Man, that thing gets stuck in my yeah, head If there's all a the song time. that I'm most just... likely to skip, it's probably that one. Really? Yeah. It's, it's funny because f- for me, that song... It's just endlessly catchy, like what Ryan was saying. Yeah. It's just that, that hook when it kicks in. I wake up in the morning don't you and I'm singing come that. With me? Yeah. It's, I don't know. it's a good hook. It's a good I, You don't I'm like not, it? No, I'm not saying that. I, I hate it you, if I have to pick a which song. Is, which is funny because Tim Burton directed that video, so you'd think that video would be really cool, but I, I didn't really like that video. It's like the. Reminds me too much of Chemical Brothers. Yeah, I don't, Chemical I don't Brothers know. did it first, so it didn't really <laughs> what work. Is the, I don't think I've seen like that. The, bone, the they CGI bone. skeletons. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, whatever. Oh, I think I have seen that. Didn't stick in my brain. Maybe that's why I don't like it. Maybe it was the Tim Burton video that ruined it. I don't know. <laughs> if, if, if I had to pick a song. Like I think it's it's a great point in the album. It it it's, goes up on a high note like yeah. from the uh, transition from the previous song or whatever, but it's just the one that it's like, I feel like... If I hear it on the radio, I'll probably look for another thing. Out of all the killer songs, like really from okay. this era, it's like is okay, that just whatever. because you've heard it on the radio a lot? Because it, it like, got a, quite a bit of radio. I don't play. know, maybe maybe because I'm I'm a big fan of Sawdust, so I know like some of the B sides and stuff on it. So I'm like, I'd rather just there's I don't know, I'd okay. rather listen to to different songs. It's funny because for, for me, the Killers was never really like I've mentioned many times now that about the hot fuss and not. Really like not really liking the album as a whole. I only really like this album by The Killers. I love Hot Fuss. Actually, after I listened to this, I listened to Hot Fuss over and over. Like I kept bouncing back and forth between oh, the really? two. I listened week. to yeah. Sawdust a lot. Really, because for me, it's I liked the, some of the singles. Not even all the singles. Some of the singles. Some of them I think sound dated. Mr. Brightside is. It's beyond The Killers at this point. It's just part of. Yeah, that's part of like classic rock at this, at this rock point. Band. You don't consider yeah, it was, music. <laughs> it's not that I don't consider music. It's so huge. It's, it's, it's a sort of song you can't have an opinion of because it's been around for so long and everyone likes it. So Does it your give opinion you doesn't the, matter. Okay, okay. But the, oh, it's like saying I don't like Led Zeppelin. Like, we don't care. There's no. The verdict. We already got a verdict for them years They're ago. They're universally loved. They're universally loved. Okay, right, right, right. They're, but. Yes. You, you, okay, so but I can still have you can say you don't like it. I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you can like it or not like it, but people's opinion on the song don't really matter anymore. I the, get the song. I guess already, so. has, it's still in the yeah, charts. It's, it's in the Hall of Fame. It's still in like, the Billboard charts. In England, I'm not saying your opinion has to decide is the de- like deciding point whether a song is good or not. But I think um, I mean we're here to talk about how we feel about the songs and Mr. Brightside. Yeah. The pre-chorus still gets me when I hear it. Just no, no, rest. I'm not it's a great saying. Song. We can talk about some right side all day. Okay, <laughs> just I'll say what I meant real quick. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't have an opinion on it. You can have your opinion. I'm yeah. just saying your opinions don't really matter. I just don't care. No, no, yeah, yeah, because there's songs that I don't even like. But I can't. You're not gonna go and be like, I don't like that that classic song that everyone loves that they still play on the radio from 20 saying. years ago. Yeah. Nobody really takes it you seriously. Su- it sucks. Yeah. That song sucks. I feel because like Stairway to Heaven's a piece ser- of shit. It's like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like you're just trying to make a <laughs> point at this point. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I I, I think we can all agree it's a good song. So. Yeah. No. 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 What started us on that tangent? <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, we you, got you into said Mr. you didn't like any other album except no, yeah, for I was just saying the other albums like, all the other albums on Hot Fuss I like this I like songs but I never listened to the album Samstown like oh, let me just put it this way when we chose to do this album I didn't have to download it it was already on my phone yeah so you hear it I hear it I listen yeah. to it regularly where the other albums I don't really go to I have some songs off Hot Fuss on like a playlist and I have like the man on a playlist, like their newer mm-hmm. songs, and I actually like their their newest single they released. Two two new songs they released I liked, but I there never really been a band of like oh man the Killers they put on a killer show they do we were all They're there good. together I yeah. believe mm-hmm. yeah I forgot to look up the date for that V fest and it was the perfect time because it was the first two albums we saw yeah. all of Sam's yeah Town, we did and yeah. I was on that tour yeah Sam's pretty Town much tour. All, most of the first album so I'm not saying I hate the Killers but. 
They're, they've never been one of my favorites. Caution's the new single. Interesting. Yeah, but they have another one that's like Fear of God or something. I think that's the name of their album. No, no, no. Or there's like a single. Uh, that's not a, I don't know if it's a oh, single. Oh, there was Rut. I don't know if that's from the same album. It was released on Spotify at least. Oh, okay. I was yeah, listening to it So I think, I mean, for me, <laughs> what often happens, I'll listen to Sam's Town through and I'll like go back to when you were young. At really just to sing it this is if I'm like doing the dishes often when I'm listening to music um, but then that's it like a, a lot of the other songs are very hard to sing along with and nail it because of his sort of uh, let's say intentional wandering intonation it's like it's kind of like an expressive thing I get that but you know it's unpredictable uh, melodically a lot of the time so then I'll put on Hot Fuss and I'll sing the songs that are too in auto tune <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier. Yeah, I know that's why I, I saw in an interview he mentioned they wanted the producers that they did on this album specifically because he was auto tuned on the last one. Yeah, even though they mixed a few tracks, but I think it was mixing like way down the line. No, I didn't even yeah. think it was auto tuned. I thought it was a producer just like I remember telling him to do thing. another take. I remember that being a thing when the album Before came out. It was a thing? No, no. I remember being a thing. People talking about it when Sam Sound came out that they used auto tune on his oh, voice like, on the first album, and him. people were but people were trying to like rip on him, but he said that. It was put on without his knowledge or whatever. He had no real control over it. Who, who knows, right? But mm-hmm. that's okay. what he said. So uh, that takes me to this question. Uh, when do you think you'll listen to this album again? you think it's going to make you listen to this album more, this whole process of going through it, or you're going to go back to Hot, hot Fuss? Well, both of those albums are uh, back on my phone, so I'll probably be listening to them for the next <laughs> week or so. Yeah, yeah and, and um, like I, I was mentioning before, like I started to learn when you were young, so I'm going to be in this for a bit, I think. I am. How about you, Gordon? Um, I can see myself revisiting this album. Uh, it's it's Sawdust I was fortunate enough to revisit. That's the one that I picture with this era as well. Um, so I was able to revisit that one. I don't know if I'll revisit it again more recently, but this one I have no problem just throwing on. It's like 45 minutes long. You know what you're getting. Like 11 tracks or 12 or 13 tracks, however many yeah. tracks are on it. It's like everyone's a banger, pretty much. Like, yeah, and even <laughs> if it's not the whole song is a banger, there's always like some part of each one of the songs like that you're like, yeah. yeah, okay, this cool thing happens. Yeah, and it almost feels like the whole thing is stitched together as a, as a one because it ends. It, it opens on when you were young, because if you put the album on loop, it would start with, with well, when you were young. Big. The guitar will swell, then you'll play the interlude, which is a great track. Yeah. I want to mention the interlude. It's and good. the exit yeah. and end loot or whatever Wait, it's called. The first track. What are you talking about? Didn't start. No, the first track. Samstown. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Samstown. Sorry, Samstown. Right. And then it goes to yeah. interlude. Then. Then yeah. When you were young, and then if at the end of the album, it ends with the interlude, which, which sounds the same. But if you're listening together, it, it starts back, and it, it does flow if you put it on loop. Yeah. Fairly well. Something else that's kind of cool is that first track as well, which I don't even think we've mentioned yet. It's the name of the album, but. Yeah. Um, is it starts out with like a heavy synth and then about 15 seconds in it just kind of cuts that away and goes like right to like guitar and then it brings yeah. the synth back in and then it, it's like it's recalibrating your perspective of the killers in, in the first track like any good first and track and in that does. moment they switch keys they start off with is? this thing and they don't, they don't just change the instruments up they also switch the key of the song so you're like oh okay well we're in a new zone for some reason right so it's very theatrical because they like introduce this theme and they're like here's a theme okay then we get to a story and then the things the story kind of right. starts and then the theme kind of comes back it's like foreshadowing right so so since your your favorite album is or you you prefer Hot Fuss no I don't prefer Hot Fuss I, I well, actually think this is a better album okay, okay. I say this is a better album regardless of that okay what song on this album do you think is the most hot fuss sounding like? Like in terms of synth or like something that just kind of calls back to that other album for you? If you had to pick something. Yeah, well, my original thought was uh, when you were young, but that wasn't having to do with uh, really the style or the sound, sound of it. Yeah, it was yeah. more just like that is a song that has like distinct verses and choruses and uh, it's like, like a, a predictable pop song that could do well on the radio. So. A lot of the songs on Hot Fuss were like that. Uh, stylistically, though, uh, what could be on Hot Fuss? Maybe, uh, I don't know. That's a weird question. Well, no, no, I'm just thinking in terms of like that first that first song, the synth sounds like big, and it sounds like it could be from Hot Fuss, and then it kind of changes gears. But yeah, there aren't too many other songs that have that big synth that like... 
So maybe that's the, the transition pass. moment. Maybe they're like, we're going to introduce the, the sound that people know, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll pull the rug out. They do use synth throughout, but it's like a different kind of Yeah, it's incorporated way. differently. It's yeah. much more guitar-like. More to yeah. my taste, yeah. I guess. Our taste, like, yeah. rock and roll. Anti- I think that's why, of that time. That's, I think that's why it drives me to Sam, that's, I think the, that's what drives me to Sam's Town more. Like, we're, okay. like I would rank... And if I was ranking, maybe we're discog- in a time capsule. If I was ranking their <laughs> discography, I'd rank Sam Sound first, then Hot Fuss, and then I don't even know because I never followed them hard enough. Like right. I bought what well, Sawdust was good. There's yeah, a lot you, of good you songs talk, on I haven't really listened to Sawdust. Check out either. Sawdust. It's actually pretty good. Maybe that's the underrated album. But that one, it's got like a lot of the well, all the B sides and. Would you and ra- where would, so where would you rank? How would you rank it? So you seem like you're you more like you the know biggest all that killer fan. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably the biggest one. I don't know. Um, I would probably go. Sam's Town number one, Hot Fuss, because the songs that are on it would have brought, but a very close third is Sawdust, okay. and then everything else. So, so Sawdust is is, it's good. It sounds right, just I'll, like check it out. I'll check it. it out. Sounds like I this can't era. Speak for you. That's why it's it's worth checking. <laughs> I remember out. buying Sawdust, but I don't remember the two big singles from it were Tranquilize, which features Lou Reed, and Shadowplay, which is a Joy Division cover, which was released for Control oh. that Joy Division oh, yeah, at the time, yeah, yeah. yeah, which was by Anton Corbine. I think he directed that too. So it's all like I guess a tie-in cross promo, but right. yeah, it's great. Reve- check that album out or revisit it. It's definitely you'll, I think you'll I like should. it. More than it is. It is the next. It, it, it did it come out right after? It came out like I think a year after. Okay, yeah. So it's like the next. Maybe it's the next. Does it feel like it's a continuation from Sans Sound, like the storyline, or it, no, even stylistically, it, it or did they just like fall it, back? Do they fall back on their hot fuss? Yeah, they, it's mixed in throughout. Like the first half of it, oh, it's okay. more like um, I think they have some some Abbey Road sessions or something that they mix in there. It's more Samstown at the beginning, and then the second half is more um, Hot Fuss, and then at the end there's like a, a ten minute remix. So of, is, does, uh, Mr. Brightside. Does that leave uh, this? Is this like their Pinkerton? It's like they 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 tried to be a little bit more theatrical <laughs> and a little bit weird, and then nobody it's, reviewed it's, the album or nobody liked it, and then that's funny. so it's funny you mentioned that because I was actually going to say I should have mentioned it when Gordon was talking about it, but. Uh, uh, my list. I thought that sounded like a Pinkerton era Weezer track. Which ah. one? My list. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's got the same kind of vulnerability. And just in, at the end, the, the way it just is all balanced. I wonder if we yeah. all just like the right amount of synth, like it has to be mixed in properly, <laughs> like because there's a lot of bands no, from this era that did it well. I'm not. I'm not anti-synth or anything. No, neither am I. Synth. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there's certain ways of doing it. That doesn't sound 80s. Yeah, yeah like synth yeah. pop or I don't mind 80s either. No, but if if you're... I mean, I, that's what we're talking for, about. No, but for me, the first, but for the first album, me yeah. not liking it as much has nothing to do with the use of synth. It's just... I'm but not you saying it sounded dated because of it. Well, I just thought, like, the style of music they were playing. Yeah. Like, they were incorporating synth like the bands of the time were bringing it back, like, eight, like where you're thinking 80s style or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, not that this album doesn't touch 80s, but there's a lot more influence. You hear, like, oh, Bowie, yeah. you hear Springsteen, you hear New Order, you hear whatever. But that I, first album, I, I don't really... I just hear a band starting out. <laughs> Which, when you read yeah, about them, it was actually, a band starting out. Yeah, yeah, and it does sound... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, not that, like the, that. not that it's good or bad. Like, the songs are more raw, so that's why you get the big highs and the big lows. On the first album, whereas the second album, I thought they hit the sweet spot. That's almost like a debut album for most bands. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I feel like they... It's a little more... They mastered, like... They had song, the money. I guess they had the money. And they probably had more freedom, because they had yeah. the money. Yeah. Um, but on the first album, they were much... Like, they were more traditional songs, in the sense that they were written as standalone songs. Like, they feel like track then yeah. next track then well even next Mr. Brightside they said he wrote it like a week after he broke up with his girlfriend it's all like just raw emotions yeah. that's why it's he repeats the same verse twice that's why it's only two verses it's part of the reason there you go yeah, yeah but, part of the reason why it's probably so successful because it's so simple the one thing that I think is uh, interesting uh, that I read the Pitchfork uh, review of the way they perfectly sum up the album and I think it applies especially with Hoffa's is uh, it's a mediocre album surrounding a few towering singles so you have like a lot of really? peaks and valleys with the power of its singles. They they actually said that about Hot Fuss. Uh, well, they said it applies to both albums. Oh, I mean, I don't think it really. Applies. I think they're quite. No, they're I don't think so different. either. I think it applies to Hot Fuss. I, I definitely think it applies to Hot Fuss. That's why I wrote I like it down. The lo- I like what's I that completely. track? Believe me, Natalie. It's near the end of the song. It's like one of my favorites. There's well the the I think for Jenny, me, his the murder trilogy. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're all called the killers. I think, <laughs> yeah, which I they got it. from a New Order music video. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
No, I just... I, Jenny I, was a friend of mine. I just didn't listen to a lot of it. Maybe I would listen to something else. Like, what else came out around a hot fuss? Maybe there was a reason why I was preoccupied with something else at the Maybe time. Maybe they were the just other too thing is too, I think I bought Sam's Town before I actually bought Hot Fuss because Hot Fuss was just everywhere. Like, I didn't need to buy it. Hmm. Yeah, most you, everyone spent time in my car, and I had every album. So no one yeah, <laughs> no one had to worry about. <laughs> but did you listen to it a lot in your car? Like I, out of all the albums, all, out of that time, you had it on. But, but like, it's funny. In talking it with my brother, Ricky? it sounded like he listened to Hot Fuss a lot, and I'm pretty sure there's probably only one copy in the house. So I'm like, oh, he probably had it. That's probably why I didn't listen to oh, it. Oh yeah, right, right. But not that that's an excuse, but I probably just didn't care. I wonder if it's it. the timing. We're all in that same time, but like somebody else who maybe had a different exposure to the killers likes hates this album the most and likes everything else better because that's more killers. Yeah. Uh, this is, I think this is like an active listening, or you you gotta give this Samstown well, they called, more time. You well, give they it called more time. it underrated because I think it wasn't appreciated maybe for that reason. It's too much of a left turn from what they were doing, but people just stopped took a step back and looked at it they'd be like wow this is a really good album yeah but whereas we appreciate it from the from the hop but we're not we were ready for i don't want to sound pretentious <laughs> or anything but we're not we listen to a lot of variety it's not as accessible it's just not as accessible it's it first of all the reason the auto-tune was on hot fuss is because that is more accessible yeah and then he's like no screw that so there's a little bit of edge right there just because sometimes he's just singing out of tune or not with any direction of tune. I don't know how to describe that. But, like, it's just not accessible. It doesn't have those pop structures. You can't predict what's going to happen next. And and if you like listening to an album going along for a ride, Sam, Town, Sam sounds great. It's the better so album. So what made you fall off the killers? Uh, I, it was whatever single they released uh, after Sam's Town. The first single, I was like, Eh. Human, was that Human, yeah. yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah, I didn't like that song really. Yeah, either. I was like, they well, after Tranquil and Shadowland. Well, I think my expectations <laughs> were really high. Answer. Human, I didn't mind, I guess, but I just didn't like that. It's too much are in that you direction. Human? Yeah. Or are, are you dancer? dancer? I'm like, what? What does that even mean? I, yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't. It's almost like a <laughs> meme. It's like a nonsensical meme. Yeah. He does have a quote saying, like, talking. Brandon Flowers said about that album. That album's like looking at, or if you look back. On Samstown, after hearing that album, it's like you're staring at Samstown from Mars. Like it makes it's a completely different world. Yeah, well, okay, but like you it said it. Sense. You said it kind of feels like elements of both. Like they. Well, I think they lean more back into like the that synthy synth pop okay. kind of sound. Uh, for me, a though, subsequent album where they made me, all the money. For me, it's just write good songs and I'll gravitate. Could towards. very well be. <laughs> for me, it's just write good songs and I'll gravitate towards it. I guess something to my liking. Yeah. Do you think they sound their other albums sound too much, or when you hear them on the radio, they sound too much alike? Like, what's the difference between that album singles versus I, it, the following? It's just I don't like it. It's just not to... I don't know what's, how i describe it, because it's not like the music is that much different from... It's still the same band. So it's like your taste have changed, or their taste have changed? No, it's, it's just the the presentation of it. It's just the songs. I think it's the songs. Like, I it's haven't heard I'm sure like I, way, though. I'm sure if I dove deep into the album, I'd find tracks I like. Mm-hmm. But I could probably do that with any album. I can probably do that with an album I hate, or a band I hate. Not yeah. that I hate anyone, but I could dive deep into. I don't, I'm trying to think of an example. I can probably dive deep into a Creed album, and I can tell you right now songs from Creed I like. You know what I mean? It's just not every band. You're not going to just hate every song. You have to look at every song individually. Yeah. And Creed and and for Killers, they're just constantly playing on the radio, and they're a band that I'm on the fence about. So they're either going to hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Sam's Town, they hit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I I I completely agree. I think it's. Um, it's just yeah you hit a human and then the songs after like caution sounds a little bit different sounds like they're kind of moving back a little bit but i mean it seems it seems like they always have that same sound and then i'm like okay i'll just see what's on the next station well here's the thing like they have the bangers and then they don't like it's the bangers yeah what i mean the hooks the hooks in in their writing the hooks i mean i'm talking about those like little melodic hooks that get stuck in your head like the course for bones or like when you were young or the singles off a hot fuss i feel like the trajectory was like 
There was definitely less hooks on Sam's Town, but that's not really what it was about. Or maybe the hooks were more well, spread was, out and hidden. Still, like, the they were kind of spread out and hidden and meshed. It's, it's, he tried to get too almost tongue-in-cheek with, like, are you human, are you dancer? Like, is he joking? Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Which apparently is, like, the most confusing lyric ever. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. So, so I feel weird singing because it's, like, it's like a nonsensical. Yeah, like, I it's can't a kind get of behind a nice it. melody. I can't but... party behind it. I can't dance yeah. to it. Whereas, like... The other it's song, like, what you, sort of, you sort of can. <laughs> but, like, you have a, the song The Man, which works. It's, like, mm. so cocky that it, yeah. it just hits on that right tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. And I was actually saying today, again, to my brother, I'm like, I'm surprised this song isn't used in, like, trailers. I can see this easily used in, like, a trailer for a cheesy comedy or action movie. Yeah, Brandon Flowers is definitely the guy to pull off that song, too, because, like, when Hot Fuss and all that drama, I don't know, I've been... Been, I'm not up to date on the rest of the drama, but all that drama that came out. And he, when this album came out, he said it's the best album to come out in 20 years. So it's like, to say that is, is you got to have some balls, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, you got to be cocky to be a, a, an the entertainer. Man. This is <laughs> <The> true. <man. laughs> so, uh, like, where do you think this album's place is in history? Like, how is this? I know we've kind of been touching on it, but, like, how, how is it looked at now from just the okay. general community? Like when they look back, our killers are just—are they just Mr. Brightside? Are no, they no, a no. band that's still around? Ryan, you know, you, I have you work thoughts. with kids. You have a kid. Well, you have a son. You have students. You teach. They don't listen to the killers. No, they don't. But uh, I did teach um, uh, all these things I've done, and they love that song. Like I, I taught a band that, and it, it was like one of their favorite songs to play. So I think they would like the killers if the killers kept putting out singles that were successful, like big, huge hits. They're still but on the radio though. They're still on the radio, but it's not like Mr. Brightside and so you're saying it's being played for us and not for them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, Oh, here's the replays. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. So, did they just catch like lightning in a bottle for two albums? <laughs> uh, well, I, for the first five years of their that. six but years of their existence, question. do you think you'll see some sort of echo? Because you've seen this in the past, where like we're sitting here talking about it, we're gonna have—I don't know—we're gonna have children one day, we're gonna have yeah. nephews, or we're gonna interact with people younger than us. Are they're gonna hear this? Are we gonna play this for them? Like, are they gonna? Is it gonna have like a second life through our I think children? So. I think so because of uh, when you were young. I think that song, when it comes on in a bar, like it, like it changes well, the atmosphere. Have, they already have Mr. Brightside going for it. You always hear it at karaoke nights. Sure, sure, but I mean that song. I mean talking about Sam's Town, though. Yeah. I think that song will carry the whole album because you can, there isn't another single that quite has the same effect on the album. But uh, I think that could open a can of worms. Like someone could really like that song, and then you check out this album, and then suddenly, boom! There's a huge ride to yeah. go along. I but, don't know. I don't. With, At least the, that's my with the release of these new singles, it was sort of like a mini deal online. Like it was posted. Like I came across it. It wasn't. I saw. Yeah, I was blindsided by it. Yeah, it was trending. It was a big deal. So. They, they still have a hardcore following. So do you is think, it growing? Or but is do you it... think, like, do you, have, do you have enough new ones? That's the real question, right? Are they gaining any following that's going yeah, back? Yeah. And do they have any this? new fans? Like, are, are we going to see a reunion? Like, a, not a reunion, but, like, are they going to do? Are they going to tour Hot Fuss or are they going to tour Samstown in the future for an anniversary? Right. When are they going to enter their American Idiot chapter? You know, Gordon, <laughs> your ranking of the albums kind of says it, like, they hit a peak with Samson and Hot Fuss and Sawdust and everything after. So that doesn't spell good for the trajectory of the band's writing. I mean, they're like, the most successful band of the last, what, yeah, 15 hard, years? Like, rock band? It's hard oh, to so it's with. hard, right? Yeah, I guess so. So, it's it's like, who's buying their, their albums? Everyone has like, a fall I mean, off, right? We've, we've changed, I guess. I don't know. Has, everybody else has kept their taste aligned with People them? would be paying attention to them if they had a really awesome single come out. But I, I, I don't think I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't think it's that too. My, I guess my better example is a band like The Strokes. Yeah, their trajectory was sort of the same. They peaked really early. They were never able to replicate early success. They were kind of hit or miss with songs and albums throughout the later era. They're still they have an album coming out or came out or it's going on tour. Yeah, I think it came well, out. Which is was, oh, no, they had an album come out. I listened to it. It was pretty good. Like they actually. Progress, which is what I wanted to hear because mm-hmm. it seemed like they were just stuck in this thing. Doing the same. Yeah. Whereas the killers progressed right away. So, but, a lot of people accuse them of, of but no, evolving okay. too quickly on this but, album. But what I was going to say is people yeah. look back at the strokes, is this it, as like a classic. 
people talk about is this it as a classic. Yeah. Whereas Killers, they don't. What out like they don't really have like hot. Fuss isn't really toxic. Well, going going back is to your, hot fuss is a Samstown. Going back to your question, I would <clears throat> I would introduce Samstown. I would say this is the album. Everything else you're gonna find out on your own. Samstown is the album though that to me is the one that is most important to me, and that's the one I want to pass on to you. You'll hear Mr. Brightside. You'll hear it coming out of the womb. You'll hear <laughs> you'll hear yeah. it everywhere, right? Like yep. somebody told me, it, you'll it's just in the ether. Is yeah. In terms of an album, this is like this is a great album, but you got to be the person who's the kind of person who has time for it. It's not. It's not a. Oh, I just want to put on a quick single, and get to the hook. Oh, there's some good singles on there. I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying that the the gems are a little bit more hidden. There's a little bit more. Of yeah, a, it's more of a straight up structure. There's because there's not only songs. It's not like oh, listen to the song. You listen to the album as a whole, and there's moments on the yeah, album. Yeah, it's like moments. Yeah, because yeah, it might not just be like a song. It might be two songs, or it might just be like a, a minute of a song, yeah. or it might be. Uh, the bridge of a song where it's like whoa yeah or the transition but you wouldn't do that in Hot Fuss there's no, no point in Hot Fuss no, you're gonna be like here check this out like that. <laughs> yeah Hot Fuss is just like oh we wrote a song or oh, wrote a song and then we have enough songs right now yeah some are good some are bad some are yeah. whatever it's yeah. a mixtape yeah which is, would, would be interesting to hear the I, I, I should have listened to them but I, I tried to focus just on this but it would be interesting to listen to the B-sides from this album hmm. it didn't seem like there was many though Sawdust oh Sawdust yeah <laughs> Guess, I, to, I guess the moral big, of the story today is we should listen to something. Probably. <laughs> but but a, a great song, you'll probably remember this, or you, you, you have to know the song, that uh, Move Away song is on there from the Spider-Man soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. That I looks like, I, every time, I know it doesn't fit on, on this, on Sam's Town, but I'm like, Bones was just like, Move Away. <laughs> if really? I were to remake, remake that mm. album and just... Make it you more take like a bones mixing. off. That's no, crazy. Okay. Well, I'm just it's saying. So, just saying. It's, I like bones. In like an album before. where the hooks are kind so, of hidden, like I said that's before, one bones of those. Does fit where it does in so the album. So you're saying this is like hmm. the place in history is when you talk about the killers, they're gonna tell like Samstown is the album to listen to. I think yeah, the, like the music, Me the personally. hardcore music fans, but the, to the lay person, it's hot fuss at this point, or just the singles. If yeah, I'm trying or, to, or just the singles themselves. If I'm trying, yeah, the, their greatest hits is their best reviewed My best way to say it is, like you guys said, since Mr. Brightside and somebody told told me or whatever, <laughs> they're all in the ether. Yeah, they're gonna hear it, and you're gonna say, if you like this, listen to Samstown. Mm-hmm. Yes. Although you might be disappointed. <laughs> you're gonna be disappointed. No, not necessarily. <laughs> listen to their third not album instead. Not necessarily. <laughs> no, not necessarily, because I think the quote like. Samstown is the higher quality of song. It's true, but if you're the, looking for the same, if you're looking for those banger pop songs, hook right off the top, yeah. you're going to be waiting. I know it's so weird. It's almost like I think we're we're, we're nitpicking too much. We're like we're talking about two different bands, but realistically, these two albums sound very much alike. I guess. Well, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Well, we're looking at we're we're looking at this a is our job here. Pitchfork said the same thing. Mediocre albums surrounding a few towering singles. That's, I, I I disagree with I, P- Pitchfork. I, I, I agree. I agree with Hot Fuss assessment of that for Hot Fuss, but I, I don't agree with it for Samstown. I love no, Samstown. Samstown. To great. me, it's it's the album that I I would put like read my mind in like the top twenty but, singles of the of but the two thousands. What makes hmm. an album a classic isn't what the critics said; it's what the people say. Sure. Yeah, and that's why I think uh, when you were young is just a good enough song that it will carry the album into the future. And you know, maybe the band will die off or whatever. That song will come back on the radio, and uh, like you know, well, who knows what the hell is going to happen in the future? <laughs> Kids will look it up in their cerebral implants yeah. or whatever. So- <laughs> Okay, so so then we all agree that this album holds up. Then holds up in terms of what do you mean? Holds up? It's not so dated. It doesn't sound dated. It doesn't sound dated. Let yeah. me ask this question. Real if it quick. came out today. Ask, let me I ask think. this real quick. Is this album? You know when you always name like the second album or like the lesser known album, and it's like just to sound like the cool pick or whatever. It's like oh, I love Kundun, like that kind of shit. <laughs> do you think this album has that label? I don't think it does. But no. do you? It, like you can say it, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's a good album." Like it's it's not it's not a safe it's pick, not but Pinker- it's not it's also it's not cool Pinkerton. Pick. No, Pinkerton it's not Pinkerton. Of, it's weird that Pinkerton has that perception, though. But, yeah, yeah, because Pinkerton was kind of weird. It's because there's a huge break. The blue too. album, the blue album, you can argue it's the same deal, where it's a sort of a collection of songs, but so is Pinkerton. <laughs> no, but Pinkerton has a, like a. Why are we talking about Weezer? Okay, never. Mind. <laughs> they lean more into the email. We'll get to we'll yeah. get to Weezer. But, uh, at some point. <laughs> the, well, what were we what was the point it, oh it, just the first or second album like comparison but yeah can you get the label I don't think it's a difficult choice cool. I think it's one of those 
A or B? Sam Sound is also popular enough have. that it like it what Pinkerton singles made it like through the like existed over time. Like El Scorcho's uh, probably maybe. Oh, I, wait, I, no, isn't Say It Ain't So on, on Pinkerton? No, no, no. Oh, no, that's the first one. Oh, but, so but a lot of bands have that A, B, like you yeah. always get for Smashing Pumpkins, Siamese Dream, Melancholy, yeah. mm-hmm. even Nirvana, Nevermind, or In Utero. Every band has that. Is it this one or this one? This one or the argument? I think yeah. the other thing is too. These the first two albums sound pretty different. Like they've never recreated the sound. I don't think yeah. they've even tried to recreate no. the sound of the first two albums. So that's probably why it's. But like, rock music has just sort of moved away, and they've just sort of followed followed the wave. Right. Hmm. Whereas this album, they feel they felt like they were going against the wave. It's weird. Um, I'm sure. What being that they were huge, that they were kind of part of directing the wave, so you can't yeah. go against the wave when you are the wave. Like, they came out yeah. of a time where it was like the bands anything. and like indie rock of that summer, like 2004 when they first popped. That was yeah. kind of like a big. There's a lot of big. Well, they kind of they directed anything. I think they were a part of the that wave. Well, they kind of the They blend. They blended everything pretty well. Like they had kind of a garage rock guitar parts on some tracks. They were poppy enough. Yeah. They had this like the synth pop going, but they had the distorted and yeah. garage pop sound, the punky sound. They kind of had like almost like a punky new wave sound at the same time, but they were still very accessible. Brendan Flowers was handsome. He was singing you hooks. You know what I mean? He was, mm-hmm. Yeah. Except, I think that you know the fact that there isn't that whole out of singing out of tune thing. Did that catch on really? I don't think that helps. Uh, everyone just sort of has their own style. For I singing. think that was like it a goes sti- in and out. I think it was a sti- stylistic thing, but I don't. I think that if that wasn't, if it wasn't like that, this album that, would have done a lot better. Because nowadays, auto tune is pretty much standard. You don't hear you don't hear that indie rock uh, uncontrolled voice thing anymore. Really, I don't. Everybody well, wants to be spot on. I mean, maybe I don't listen to enough indie you rock. You think that there's there's right now there's. Well, currently during a pandemic, there's nothing coming yeah, out, but right. <laughs> nothing really new coming out. But you mean you didn't check out that Charlie XCX album that she recorded in quarantine? No, I didn't. <laughs> I did listen to uh, Post Malone covering Nirvana, though. That was good. That I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. That was pretty uh, good. <laughs> but uh, what I was saying, you nowadays music is sort of in a weird place. So you don't really hear a rock band. They hear like guitars, drums, and bass. Have podcasts taken over yeah. rock? I listen more podcasts than I listen to music. I, I'm not gonna that's lie. I pretty much only dude. listen to music now to get ready for this stuff. And then if there's like a new album that's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's I gotta listen yeah. to that. Well, I don't casually listen to music anymore. With the pandemic, it's turned to podcasts. You, yeah, you, I, you're I, just getting old. That's I'm it. the Maybe opposite. That's what I listen, I've been listening. I've been doing a lot more variety. I'll get bored of watching TV shows, so I'll watch YouTube videos. I get bored of YouTube videos. I listen to music. I'll get bored of music. I'll put on a movie. I'll get bored of watching movies every night. I'll, I don't know, do something else. You know, it's. it's right. I'm just trying to keep variety. I'll clean the house. I'll. Yeah, maybe I'm. Do something, I, I'll I work should be out. scared. I'm falling into a routine that I can't get out of. Yeah, we're. <laughs> I listen to music all the time. Like I, will wake up in the morning, put my headphones on, listen to music for an hour before I get out of bed, just mm-hmm. because I have nowhere to be. I'm in no rush. That's great. It's almost like I'm going back to. Like when I first graduated college. Your college. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to this. No, the but the I'm, I'm listening to more music now with Bluetooth headphones because I can do work around oh, the house and not worry about a stupid ass cable getting stuck. You know, or just get a Bluetooth speaker. No, because if you're like moving around the house, you know, I don't want to like. What you I'll can do, also take calls with your Bluetooth while yeah. you're listening to music too. If if I have a Bluetooth, if I'm listening to music, any music from a speaker in the house it's like okay I gotta clean the whole house around the speaker will be very clean but the rest of the house will never oh, get to I, I move the speaker <laughs> around with me I'll have it on one floor okay, yeah. and then I'll move it down because it's, it's I guess so yeah you can just put it on one spot on the floor not like you I guess so no no I like the, the bluetooth headphones. I need to get my because okay we're getting way too up <laughs> Did you read the Rolling Stone or see the Rolling Stone review of this album? No, I did not read it. What they, it is. I, they pretty much just shit all over it. Like, they gave it two really? out of five stars. I'm oh, sorry, I should think back. They gave it two out of five stars. And, um, yeah, they're pretty much... The gist of the album was they were happy when this band sounded like The Cure and, like, that 80s sound. Uh, and yeah, they were right. they were trying too hard to copy um, The Boss. 
and that's why that was pretty much the okay. crux of, of the review. So if you no one, sound no one, but didn't do no well one enough, saw, but I rolled my eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's pretty much like like he went into like saying how like there, Brandon there are, Flowers' voice cracks on on uh, when you were there, young. They're a band that has never. It doesn't crack. I, that's what he says. I like, find it's they've never bad. been a band that has hidden their influence. Mm-hmm. Their band's name is The Killers, which was taken from a New Order music video. Yeah, they sound like New Order. Mm-hmm. They sound like Bruce Springsteen, which was mentioned constantly. They sound like Iggy Pop on songs. Like if, on "Why Do I Keep Crying," he sounds like early '70s Bowie. On so I said Iggy Pop. I meant David Bowie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant David Bowie. Yeah, it was on uh, "Why Do I Keep Crying," he sounds like early '70s David Bowie. Counting. But I think it's funny. It's like some. It's like poetic justice that. So why do I keep ca- counting? Did I say crying? Counting. So- it's counting. It's counting. counting. counting? Yeah. Oh, sorry. But it's like poetic sorry. justice. For some reason. It's it's poetic justice that in 09 Rolling Stone readers voted that it was like the underrated. most underrated album. Yeah, because not, not the fifth most underrated. The number one most yeah. underrated album. Like that's awesome. Well, because it, it, when you look at the reviews, it's, they're kind of all over the place. Because you'll see, okay, this publication liked it. That one hated it. This one loved yeah. it. That one hated it. Like even just were definitely like I was split. I was going like just through the ones on the side of of uh wikipedia it's like all music positive av club positive blender pause am i looking at the right one you have old guardian positive you have like rolling stone negative pitchfork negative but they actually gave it a better weekly, review than hot fuss entertainment weekly negative but then everything else is positive q spin is mixed i think the, the metacritic people is ready mixed. for it people just were like they were expecting oh my god this band had so but many hit, huge singles mm. uh, they're gonna come out with an even slicker even poppier but, even but it wasn't that the thing that i hate though is like why what are you judging this album on their previous work just judge it on its on itself yeah i, yeah. I guess to an extent I, you just want like you start to wonder what a band can, is gonna do next and when they don't do what you wanted them to do i guess but if the fans are upset the critics shouldn't just echo what the fans are this is like complete opposite fans I, were happy it seemed like the critics were just pissy about it i think the fans it loved plat- it this album went second, platinum in the se- second yeah. biggest selling album yeah i went platinum in the u.s and went double platinum in UK canada loves yeah them. uk the loves, loves them loves these guys yeah well maybe it's they, just... were, they, they first hit it big there first they released Mr. Brightside as a single there, then got the record deal. Wasn't it like an huh. AR rep, a British AR rep that picked these guys up? Like, yeah. brought their demo? Yeah, and before back. Island Def Jam signed them. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, yes. I can't explain the critics' reaction because it's definitely that's, the more artistic album. So, that's why I shouldn't think, the critics like that stuff? That's why I think it's going to go down in. Like, I, I think that's why it will go down as a classic because of that. Because it was not appreciated when it came out. But looking back on it now, not only is it a good album, it's a good mm-hmm. representation of what was going on at the time. Okay, you had, yeah. You had, your, you had your 80s new wave revival, you had your garage rock, you had your, your, your pop punk that was, not that they're pop punk, but you had like your more punk influenced music going on. Then you have this band come out from Las Vegas of all places, and they're making this synth pop, garage rock, punk, and then it's poppy as well. It's catchy. You could sing it. It's on the radio. Yeah. And then the second album, they kind of lean into the the rock. Definitely. Take on more of a seventies seventies influence of a mix of late seventies Springsteen and early seventies Bowie Heartland Rock. <laughs> yeah, it's like what's going on here? There's well, no, but it Bowie, works. No, but it works. They make it work. Yep. And people didn't like, or critics didn't were mixed. Fans liked it. It seems like critics are always. We're mixed. talking about it. We 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 wanted to talk about this over hot fuss. First. Yeah, for me, I put my. I this is like, okay. This I is like just this more one. of a special. It's more special. Yeah, <laughs> more special. We saw them live. I guess yeah. maybe it's just a okay. moment. Maybe we think it's more special. If somebody was like a few Ooh. years younger or older, Good they'd be question. like, "You guys are full of shit." There's no way that Samstown is the best killers album. Hey, listeners out there, we're gonna take a poll. You guys can vote. On yeah. <laughs> I guess that takes us to our big boiling question. Is this album essential? Who's going first? Gordon, is this album uh, essential? Uh, I was torn about this one. It's tough to say. Um, just because if you want to introduce people, if people have never been under a rock their whole lives or just don't know who the killers are, the album you're going to introduce them to, like realistically, is like the first one. It's the one that's got all the singles and all that shit. So if, if I had to choose an essential album for somebody who's absolutely new to the killers, that I know I'm giving like a two answer thing here, but 
Uh, for me personally, it's essential. It's that moment in my, if you want to know about me, more about what I was going through at, at that point in my life, this album is definitely the one for me. It's nostalgic. It's got all the sounds. To me, it's like, hey, it could be on oldest 1090 when I'm older and I'll just play it and whatever. But I don't know. I'll say yes, but it's like, it's hard to defend. <laughs> That's all. Right. That's, but I think, okay, I'll give my answer a second. I'll say yes <laughs> for the exact reasons you said. We're the ones who grew up with it. We're the ones who have emotional attachment with it. So we're the ones who are going to keep it alive for the next generation. We're going to constantly play this album. Like our fathers played Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin. Our, Hotel California. We'll be, playing, we'll be playing The Killers. Yeah. I know some people might be playing the other music that was going on at the time, but that's always happened in, in history. There's there's disco, well, classic rock, or what they called rock at the time. What's well, Rock and roll. <laughs> Regular rock. Regular rock was coming out. There was still disco coming out at the same time. There was still punk coming out. There was still hip-hop coming, starting. So you can't say, oh, because the critics didn't like it at the time, it's not going to become a classic, because we're literally sitting here talking about it. We all had the same reason that we wanted to talk about it. Yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, so that's a good sign. I wonder if we're just like... We don't want to admit it because we like this album so much. It's like, this is a singles band, a singles only band, and everything else is like. Kind but that's of like, the thing. Uh, that's the thing. They are a singles only band, but this album, this album they did is, it they right. Got it. Yeah. We're like that rare group that's got it. Like, no, I don't think we are the rare group because the fact that it was like, voted most underrated. Because uh, well, I was, who okay, voted though? It's like, I who was, voted. Ah, that's true. I who was, voted? Okay, who voted? It's the Rolling Stone Readers, one of the biggest magazines in the world. But what I was going to say is. I was thinking it was essential, but I was having the same feelings. Feeling, am I just thinking this because of when I was born? I'm insecure about like, saying that it's essential. I was in college when it came out. My yeah. relationship is different. But then you start thinking, okay, their first album was big, so they are an important. Like they have those big singles, and Mr. Brightside is, is Mr. Brightside, and they had singles after. They had a song on Spider Man. You know, like they're a big band. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a lot of people know them. They're popular. So they're popular. So. People are going to always listen to them. People are still listening to them. They're releasing new music. It's still getting released and trending online when it gets released and people mm-hmm. are talking about it. So they're still relevant. Yeah. So they're even, regardless of what we think of quality, they're still a relevant band. So I'm like, am I justified for calling it essential? I think I am because not only do I have this relationship with it, this band is bigger than my feelings for this band. Right. My feelings for this band is this album and the first album. And the little trickling effects that they had going forward, maybe I grew out of them or whatever. But they are still around. I'm assuming they still have fans that are older. They're yeah, top top tours. Yeah, consistently they're touring. They're making 50. money. I'm sure it costs a lot of money to go see them live. Mm-hmm. So I I would say yes because they are relevant today. It's part of rock music. Like I said, they mashed everything that was going on at the time, and they made this album that people were confused by, or thought it was a left field from their first album, a change. With what you're saying is, um, do you feel that like, they're a big band, but we still look at them like they're an indie band? It's I like never looked way, at them. I never looked at them. I never looked are. at them as an indie band. Yeah, they were big, pretty. They quick. were big it right away. Yeah, well, them. yeah, I guess they were pretty big. Because right I remember away. they were touring their first album, and I was like, maybe this is part of the reason why I didn't like Hot Fuss as much. But I wanted to go see them live. So I said, okay, they're coming on tour. I look, Molson Amphitheater. Oh, oh I, I think I remember something. I was like, like, they should be at the docks. What are we doing? Serious. band should be at the I'm amphitheater. Like, they have one album. So I'm going to go see them play like Get 12, shit on by seagulls. Like, they have 12 tracks to play. Yeah. I'm going to pay this big money to see them play one album. <laughs> I, I, I was sort of... Because at the time, I'm all the other bands the that sounded like that, you'd go see for 20, 30 bucks. Right. Yeah. So when their tickets were like $80, I'm like, are you. And you're in your college and you're. I was like, what? Maybe that's what soured well, my taste. Spang- on them. Like, I remember when we bought our tickets for uh, Curiosa and that was like 100 bucks or 110 bucks or something. I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. Now it's like, that's like a discounted, like. Yeah. Like, you'd be lucky to find a ticket what? for a festival. And that was a great festival. That was, was even a great like, festival. I mean, same with ours. We could also talk about V Fest, like where we saw these guys. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, sorry. What, well, uh, okay, I don't you want to cut away from you. What, why do you think it's essential? Or do you uh, think it's essential? Uh, do you I think, think it's essential? Do, why do you think it's essential? I'm Already just loading the question. No, no. Go, right. I don't know. Right? It's the biggest question mark in my opinion. Is this album essential, Ryan? I think it is. 
but not because of my own subjective feelings like you guys. <laughs> I think it's essential because it's... I think mine weren't subjective. Well, you started. You were kind of wavering. You were sure. So what? You think this is foundational <laughs> no, said, rock? No, I think mine was. I said I had those feelings for it, but the album is actually bigger than what I think. So I'm like, oh my god! Like, do you I realize love this how album is. and it's special to me? But this band is special to a lot of people. Okay, yeah, and they're huge. It's yeah. like, so do, do you realize those are all good supporting points? Yeah, it's almost like I didn't realize how big they were until yeah. I actually stepped out of myself and looked, and I'm like, okay, this band is important. It's <laughs> like well, being. It, yeah. It's like a scale. It's like, do you see this band in terms of their popularity versus like the quality of the album? Generally, you like albums like well, if the band's I don't not as popular. The, you're, you're I don't listen to the radio something. anymore, so I have no like. Oh, no con- yeah. I have no concept of what's still being yeah, played. Yeah, what's the, the most popular? popular. Right what's the most popular? I'll play someone a song sometimes and be like, "Have you heard this?" And they'll just say to me, "They play the song all day." Yeah. Every day on the radio. And I'm like, yeah. like, have you ever heard this song? I'll just walk around the house and say that sometimes. I just don't know why. Off. I don't even like Pearl Jam enough to say that, but I do. But we're cutting off Ryan. Okay, yeah, sorry. Oh, right. Ryan, I mean, is this album essentially you said yes? I, I think so because uh, When You Were Young is such a great song that is going to last and is going to carry on, and people are going to um, want to know where it came from and why. But you so, think really when I think that's that, it. Do you think that's the reason? Because I think that's the song that's gonna. It's that Any good song of a song. From the first album is probably bigger. Well, what about no, now personally, no, I'm not talking about bigger. I'm talking about better. Personally, what do you think <laughs> is? Why do you think it's essential? Not not. Oh, like my own. All per- other opinions. Why aside. do I? I, yeah. I just I, I think it's an amazing ride to go on, and so I think like if this is what happened with me, I really liked the the first single, and then I just put the album on, and you're just along for this ride the whole time. And you had to buy and, the album. Yeah. To put it on. Yeah. Back, <laughs> what a different time, in. eh? I know, Jesus. What a, what <laughs> you world. can still buy what albums at like thrift stores and stuff. Physical copy, physical music. So, so as a group, I guess we all said it's essential. So this, this is this essential. Is, it. is this the first three? Uh, three? First. Yeah. It's weird because I don't know. I, I feel like insecure about my essentialness, but I'm like, let's do it. I, I, think, like, the I, fact, I think the fact that we're all essential. insecure about it says... More about because us it, than the time. No, no, no. I think it says that it is essential because we were, we all have strong feelings and we're we're all unsure because our feelings for it were so strong. You're but we right. We all have yeah. the exact same. You're right. Feelings. We all have that same feeling. And just like you said, it's bigger than you. I guess we're all the same age. There are, so part, right. there are parts of it that are kind of indefensible. It's like, oh, you love the Killers album, and it's like, but listen to this album, and you, you want to. There's parts of it you're <laughs> yeah. going to defend. You're going to stand yeah, up for. Yeah, if someone, if a young person hears the Killers on the radio today, they might be like, whatever. They'll have their opinion on it. It's good or bad, but I'll be like, no. Even if if you love this album or if you hate this, you should still listen to this because you're not getting the full picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is the album that if you really want to take in the Killers, just but you gotta listen to it. You gotta have the whole time to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. You won't or you won't get it. When you first listened to it, did you listen to it from beginning to end? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So is it because of song, it just had you? The first single was just like high energy. You got that like yeah. interlude song and then single, boom, sing. Well, I guess it's singles first for a while, right? It, I think it's because of the un- unpredictable uh, element. It just keeps you engaged. You're like, okay. Well, this then this happens. You're like, whoa, I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. And then... And then after, like we were talking, after the next time you listen to it, you're looking forward to all these little moments. They're not that, necessarily a song. It's like this moment here, this moment it's, there. It's one of those things, like when you're skipping through an album, it's like, like it's all the same when you go through yeah. an album. But this album, you would not get that. No, It'll, no. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just skimming through this, every song is completely different. It takes, yeah. and even if you listen to the first minute of a song, it doesn't give you the whole picture of the song. Absolutely, it's a good one. Good work. Oh, but, uh, Write another one, Killers, if you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> was, remember, did, did they have an encore? No, they didn't have an encore at the festival. No, because there was Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins. That's right. Yeah, they opened for forever to get on stage. Well, they played, like, I they lost my jacket that day. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I throw it at? There was a, a DJ. I, threw I don't remember. DJ. Oh, so, it that, oh, what's his name? <laughs> he was... Like that blonde kid, wasn't he? Like, no, was it Devin Sultan? I don't know. He's just going on and on about the band will be on anymore. No, he was the making the VJ guy. What was that? Oh, and right. he, was, he had the longer hair, and he was like, he always he seemed insecure or insecure. But then he was oh, like hot too, so he now. got voted in. Oh, yeah. well, no, I don't. It was like a weird one, but so what have you guys? We kind of touched upon this before, but what, what music have you guys been listening to in the uh, in the last week during this pandemic? Uh, Gordon, he said podcast. He's just been listening to podcasts. No, I actually didn't have time to listen to a whole lot. I did listen to a few podcasts. Um, music, I listened to a lot today. It was pretty much, well, today was just a music day. 
Um, so I listened to, I tried to go through the entire Killer's discography, but then once I finished Sawdust, I listened to Born to Run, <laughs> and then just just to see like how close it is. It's pretty close, but it's not. It's not. I would never call it a ripoff or anything. No, like no, no I would never say. Just but just to get the feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. just the feel, and then um, yeah, just trying to conquer the the Killers discography. It's good yeah, stuff. How was mostly singing killers at nonstop in the kitchen but also a lot of 21 pilots because my son's been stuck at home and he's he keeps wanting to play the songs he's learning the drums for them not because i'm teaching them he just goes goes and does it and he's like you want to play with me so we we had this double drum set up so i I like know all these uh 21 pilot songs but he's not experiencing the album like we experienced albums or any album he's just like single 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 that's how music is now yeah it's just like a different do you think way. do you think 21 pilots exist because of this like their sound like are the killers influential oh, yeah well, is this well, like the echo i would i went to see it's just the era overall it's just the era of that's when this type of music kind of exploded and nowadays and killers kind of moved towards the no guitar thing but mm. nowadays no one really uses guitars it's weird how they record like they have band members but they don't like two of the guys aren't even on like the latest album but they're still part of the band. Yeah, though that's a, that's the same thing with Twenty One Pilots. Is like I was watching. Just two guys. I was watching an interview Jack had on, and uh, the the one I forget their names. The one guy introduced <laughs> the drummer as yeah, he plays the drums live, meaning that the drums mostly are programmed by you in the studio, yeah. and that he's the drummer live. <laughs> so he's probably not even on the albums either he makes all the music videos right. though because it's all about marketing this, this idea of this team but uh, are, are yeah. they good? I've never really gone into them they're good, they're yeah, good. They have like good I've t- only heard the singles but I'm like they're really creative and the songs yeah they're good they're, they're good, good. they're, not, they're not like one hit wonder kind of band no. no do they have they have at least two albums right? I think they have two they have a bunch or three. I think they have like a couple two or when three. did that first single come two. out? I, I think they have two Thanks for joining us on the Essential Albums podcast. That one was recorded back in June. Catch us next time when we disarm you with our episode on Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins. And look out for new episodes in the coming weeks, wherever you find your podcasts.